being able to see people who come in here and they are not aware of their worth and their value and they're able to experience that sometimes for the first time. It really is beautiful. Um, I see them breaking free. I see them recognizing their own strength because a lot of times when people are dealing with addiction and they're in recovery, they, they need strength and that's not something that they readily find and that they feel. But this gives them an intrinsic strength that they didn't have before. As an ambassador, I work with people who are in recovery from addiction, and that could be addiction to drugs. Um, I work with women who are smokers, um, and they're pregnant, and they're trying to quit smoking. And so they are, of course, invited to participate. Um, and then I've had people come in with food addictions, pornography addiction, um, really anyone who just needs to break free. Of all the five certifications that I've held um, in fitness, this was by far the most thorough as far as fitness is concerned. Um, but also, I learned so much more than just the fitness aspect of teaching classes. I was given tools to help people come, to come alongside them spiritually, um, to lift them up emotionally. But I think most important, uh, what it did was it gave me back myself. And through that self-awareness of who I am as a daughter of Christ, I'm able to then help them understand who they are and their original design and their identity. So Revelation Wellness supports me as an ambassador by providing the training that I needed, uh, the education and the tools that I need, um, but also financially they provided um, materials such as a microphone. If that had not happened, if, if because of donations I had not been given that scholarship as an ambassador to go, it wouldn't have happened when it did. The people that donated for me to be able to go we're doing it tenfold because now on the backside, I'm able to help other people as well, financially. But then also, I'm able to help, my goodness, the people here. The people that come to these classes are receiving much, much more than just a fitness class. This, is, this goes so far beyond fitness. They're receiving um, identity, they're receiving freedom, they're receiving recovery and health and wholeness. And you really can't put a price tag on that. Meeting new people is one of my favorite parts about meeting in the fitness class. It means a lot to me because usually I feel like I can't be myself. I've always been the outcast and here I don't feel like the outcast. Being here is like the best thing that's ever happened to me alongside my son. The people that come to these classes are unique, and this is a mix between the people in recovery, but also just community members who want to come and exercise. And so what's wonderful about that is these people in recovery are in community with other people who are not in their recovery program, and they're able to see that they are wanted and that they are loved on the outside of those residential treatment facilities. Because of the people who have given to Revelation Wellness, I have seen children reunited with their mothers. I have seen people brought to Christ. I have seen people break free and discover who they are in their original design. I have seen people go from uh, addiction to freedom, and I've just seen people transform. Partner with Revelation Wellness. Because of generous people like you, people like me are able to help others find their original design. Give today. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We're going to get going here real quick so don't fast forward me. My name is Elisa Keaton. I get to rev the word with you today. You're going to hear music. 
God's word and it's going to change you and shift you from the soul of who you are all the way out to your skin. You just heard from Carrie Evans, one of our Revelation Wells ambassadors. She's here to say thank you. I'm here to say thank you. You can watch her whole story, watch, see this entire testimonial video, swipe up on the show notes. I encourage you, <laughs> watch it. If you want to be a little mm, dumbfounded, kind of like God, look at what you are doing on the earth today in such extravagant and unique ways. It's just, it's the dream come true. Like I said, when I've said yes to do Revelation Wellness, to follow God to this, this place, only if it punches poverty in the face, because that's what happens when we are fit to carry the good news. And that's what we do here every time. So thank you donors, you make that possible. You are making carry possible. All our ambassadors are put through training on you. So thank you. What do you say? I wanna make 2020 the year of the most ambassadors we've ever put through training. So if you are someone who works in communities that are marginalized, people that wouldn't have access or resources to something like this without you, please consider applying for becoming an instructor as a Revelation Wellness Ambassador. And then donors, help us support them and put them through, and not just through training, but also some aftercare as well. So with that, you have about four days left, three days for our end of the year giving program or campaign. Would love, love to make that goal $50,000. I think we're halfway there and I believe God for big things. So thank you if you've given, consider giving more in that end of the year, looking to put your tax dollars somewhere. That's a great place, a place where we really do need some early founders in that field. So consider giving there. Now you can give and get because Weight Loss God's Way signups are closing this Thursday, January 2nd. 11:59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can give there and receive 30 days of training and reframing weight loss God's way. <laughs> Every morning you will get good news devotional into your inbox. It's going to renew your mind, neurogenesis, and move your body in the workout uh, suggestion and program. You guys, it's it's a get to. We are going to make this, if you've never had joy about it, you've always felt like a failure, this is a get-to. So any donation amount gets you into this challenge. Grab like five, ten people. Come on, what do you have to lose? Weight loss. <laughs> the kind that matters and will come off and stay off. I promise you that. So don't forget to join. This might be the last time you hear my voice on that. 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This Thursday, signups close. We'll launch together next Monday, January 6th. All right, let's get ready to move our body and hear the word. I'm gonna get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right. I am still getting over this cold, you guys. You can hear a little bit of my voice. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I went from a, I had the flu, so I shouldn't even say the cold, I got the flu. Flu, it's a little bit of walking pneumonia. 
<laughs> and then a sinus infection just to finish it off. So man, nothing makes you more grateful for your health than when you don't got it. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here today. How about you? Grateful? <laughs> really? Come on, look around. Indoor, outdoor, look around. You're upright. You're awake. You're breathing. You're moving. So grateful. So Lord, we thank you. Thank you for thinking of us this way. And we come here right now, Lord, to be totally yoked to you. To love you, Lord, our God, with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. Come have your way. We worship you, King Jesus. We don't just take a knee at the manger once a year, God, but every day, all day. Thank you for bringing hope when we were hopeless, strength when we were failing, <laughs> love empowering us with your loving kindness when we didn't know anywhere else to go. So come have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. How's your foot placement? Right? It's a chain reaction from the foot up. We're doing foot-up therapy. You know that's all we do here, right? Movement therapy. <laughs> we move our body. And get our minds lifted. Some people get facelifts. Every day, we're getting mind lifts. So what would it look like in 2020 if you had more capacity, more space to worship God? Now, remember, see, we get caught up there. As soon as we say the word worship, it feels like we're going to lose something. Time, energy, friendships fun. You guys, this is what we are made for. You're worshiping, right? Devoting yourself to someone or something. Often it's ourselves. But not us. We're using this right now, this self-care time, so that we can be Best, ready, able, sober-minded, strength that comes from meekness, a strength under control, so that we are ready today, 
do whatever it is God calls us to do, say whatever needs to be said or not said, to learn how to distance yourself from your feelings, have them, but don't let them have you. Come on. We don't base everything on feelings, but on faith. So let's get free, yeah? More freedom, 2020. More kindness in 2020. They're, t- they're linked together. It is kind of God to think of us, to come for us, to call us His, and then to give us great purpose greater than we can ask or imagine. So everyone shake your hands. Open your palms. He wants to give you a gift. Will you receive it? All right. Genesis, I'm sorry, Exodus 3. Verse 10. This is God talking to Moses about going to set his people free. And listen up, he's talking to you. As I read the scripture, and you're moving your body, I want you to open your imagination. Let these words come specifically into your heart for you. See God talking to you. Right now on a scale of one to 10, I want y'all feeling like a seven. You notice your breathing. You can close your mouth to breathe a little bit, but then after maybe three breaths with your mouth closed, it just feels better to open it. But no one's ever left Got me that? quite this sore. Okay. Your Verse 10. God talking to Moses. Night. Talking to you. Now I need someone to Come. Me back to I will send you to Pharaoh. That you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you, and this shall be a sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. This is the word of the Lord. Oh, you led me in. I couldn't sense the pain. Who am I? Your bitter heart cold to the touch. Now I'm gonna reap what I sow. All right. I'm left seeing red on my own. Let's get the body engaged a little bit here. Engage your abs. Shoulders down. Focus straight ahead. Go ahead and come up towards an eight for like 30 seconds. Go.
Good job. Ten more seconds. Come on. All right. Settle back down to a seven. This shall be the sign for you that I've sent you. God's telling, listen, you're going to go do this. And once you've done it, I'm going to give you a sign, which is really interesting because mostly, usually we go, God, give me a sign, then I'll go. <laughs> right? But God goes, no, I'm going to need you to go on faith, and then I'm going to give you a sign that you did it. Kind of like Carrie's story, you guys. She didn't know. She just knew she was being sent. But I could personally give you her phone number. Right, Carrie? And I'm sure she will tell you. Now, all the evidence, all the proof, oh, that she went. And God was faithful to move people from worshiping in slavery to freedom on a mountain. All right, I want you to go ahead, push towards an eight. Okay, so this is no longer, you know you're an eight when you can't close your mouth and breathe comfortably. And for me, just getting over a sickness, oh yeah, doesn't take much. So listen, be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind. Scripture says that he draws us out, out of our darkness with cords of loving kindness. Feels like cords though, right? Sometimes we make misery our home. And that's what the Israelites were doing. They were kind of getting settled in to being the people of God, but in captivity. And that we're told that they're thriving. They're multiplying in captivity. But they were never meant for captivity. God's always going somewhere. You can pull back a little if you need to. Otherwise, try to stay at the eight. Okay, so let's break this down. Three takeaways today. One, identity. Two, what's the solution to our identity crisis? And three, God isn't just looking for us to move mountains with our faith, but to move to a new mountain. Move to a new mountain. Get going. What are you waiting for? Come on. Hey. Verse 10. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, 
the children of Israel out of Egypt. Listen, God's calling you. Come. Come. Be with me in this. <laughs> you don't have to. He wants you. He's calling you, and he's sending you. Guys, lift your head. Think bigger. Go beyond. You see that line of fear? That's your starting place. That's your start. You know where he's sending you? To where you never thought you could go. Come on, church, wake up, wake up, wake up. Hear your beloved calling you to good places, territory to be taken. He's good, he's kind. He wants increase. So God calls and sends and what is the first thing we go after? What's the first way we get cut off? Verse 11, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? I'm gonna give you some time to talk with God about your who am I. Come on, go. You're a pioneer, and it only takes curiosity and courage. You do not have to be qualified. That's it. <laughs> and here's the other thing. Some of you might be going, oh, well, they're already doing it. But I'm, I'm late. No. Come on. What? That's scarcity mentality, and it doesn't exist in the kingdom. Because he's the God of immeasurably more. You are a pioneer, a forerunner. Because only you can walk your path. Only you can go towards your divine destiny. Only you. And all it takes is curiosity and courage. Now we already know Moses is curious he saw the bush burning and not being swallowed up. His eyes were open. I've been talking to you guys about practicing kindness. You have to have a practice of openness. 
being objective. Without, it's, it's looking and taking in your surroundings or your circumstance without judgment. Judgment is connected to fear. It self-protects. It stunts. It is not going to feed growth. Go ahead, come back to a seven. We're gonna do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. When you're on, you can be as on as you wanna be. Get ready. Curiosity and courage. Go, 30 seconds, go. Come on. Yep. Focus. Ah. Who am I? <laughs> You're a child of God. Empowered and enabled by God Himself in you and with you. Recover. 30 seconds. Or do what you want with it. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? That language is fair. Listen, fair question. But you know what's unfair? Favor. Favor of God is your unfair advantage over the entire ecosystem of the world. Go, 30 seconds, go. Pick up your feet, come on. Bring your knees up, keep going, right through the break. Knees towards your chest. Yeah, light feet, little pitter patter. Hang on. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. Settle in towards a seven or an eight. Working eight. Come on. All right, identity is lost when we don't have God. This is why. It's a fair question of Moses to say, who am I? But he's forgetting favor, an unfair advantage over the entire ecosystem of the world. Favor. Remember, we were given the right to rule, to reign, to take dominion, to subdue, to multiply, to increase over creation. Too many of us are thinking uncreatively as children of God inside creation. <laughs> creation is set up for us to take, multiply it. We put some, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. How about a little bit of fitness? A little bit of 
movement, neuroscience, and a whole lot of God's Word. We are here today, gathered together, because the Word of God is true, alive, active, sharp and cunning, healing, Identity is lost when we don't have God. So Moses says this statement, but not thinking. Not thinking in line with God. And that's fair. That's why you got to know what you're thinking. So the answer to Moses' identity crisis is God's presence. God says, <laughs> but I will be with you. This is God's rebuttal to Moses' statement of who am I. God says, but I'll be with you. Come on, that says a lot. He doesn't say to Moses, well, you're my son. Or you're the, you're the son of a pharaoh. Remember, Moses, you were adopted. <laughs> he doesn't you know, give him a genealogy report. remind him of his pedigree. Nope. He cuts right to the chase. But I'll be with you. Whew. That says something, guys. Being with God. Knowing Emmanuel 24-7, 365. It's the solution not only to our identity, that might be in question or being accused by the accuser of the brethren, Satan, but also it catapults us back into our purpose. Because love does, right? Love is not content to flit upon the surface. Content to take a label, to hide out. Keep going. Go ahead and move towards a nine. Go. Go. Come on. Root down. Down into your core. Breath work. Breathe bigger, guys. God with you, the breath of life, God Almighty, giving you understanding. Three, two, pull back towards a five or a six. Take a second to recover. So we say, who am I? And God Thanks says, so much for being here. But I'll be with you. Making this a very special night for <laughs> us. It's been a long time. Yeah. Kind of pulling back a bit. Shake your hands out a bit. Maybe you just kind of roll your shoulders. Create some space in your body. Right? This is true training. Because when we have difficult moments, we'll tend to start to 
think small and kind of get tight, shortness of breath, tighter muscles, stress, headaches. Come on, you know this what I'm talking about. The body's trying to tell us something and it's not the thing we worship, but it's definitely where worship is occurring and I just madly believe, passionately believe that as people practice this, this connection, this integration, this embodiment of the gospel, they will fully envelop themselves in the presence of God and go wherever he is going, not go where he's not. And signs and wonders will accompany those who believe, those who take him at his word. All right, so I'm gonna go quiet. And I want you to just ask the Holy Spirit to show you signs right now that God has been with you and that he's been faithful to his promise. If he called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, that there is some evidence of that, that you have not only moved mountains with your faith, but in faith, you've moved to a new mountain. Mountains are symbols of promotion, perspective. Come, come higher, promote. What are the signs? Go ahead and push towards a eight, nine, this is it. Whatever you want to do, spend yourself on him. Worship, spend yourself. Maybe for some of you it's just stand and breathe. Take up space. But I will be with you and this shall be the sign for you that I've sent you when you have brought the people out of Egypt then you will serve God on this mountain it's interesting that a sign of God is often other people drafting in our wake or have followed because we followed. Go ahead. We're just recovering now. Got about a couple songs. Right? So, in other words, 
Our faith cannot be self-contained. It can't. It's got to go beyond us. It, this is what God is doing, remember? He is kind, patient, that nobody should perish, waiting for the gospel to be proclaimed throughout the entire earth. And y'all, the earth is big. <laughs> so don't get overwhelmed by that, but what we should be focused on, how's our home? How's my side of the street? How, how's my love? How am I doing? Am I a safe house? Am I a place for people to have their feelings without me becoming attached or codependent or expectant or judgmental? Come on, come on. We can be so filled, this is possible, that we'd be so filled with the love of God that we're a well that people can dip their bucket into and pull resources out of. That we have plenty. This is why it's impossible. It's, it's wicked to be a child of God and think in lack. It's just evidence that you don't know who you are. And listen, it's okay. <laughs> Again, I can say a statement, you gotta stay free of judgment because it's true. And truth sets us free. Judgment takes us to jail. It puts us in jail, other people. Remember, judgment isn't, it's not knowing the what. You need to judge something. You gotta know what's going on. What is this? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? Judgment is about the what, but never, ever the why. The minute we get stuck on why, I told you guys, the minute you go to why, you're building your own body prison we're eating from that rotten tree of knowledge of good and evil. It exists, the tree, the knowledge, but we were never meant to eat of it. But life, more life. Take a bite of the fruit of the Spirit today and have life. And then where there is life, the light of the world's attracted to it. Where there's laughter, tenderness, care, patience, quiet, space. We're attracted to it, you guys. 
Our brain is proven. It works best with some space. The limbic brain, the young brain, the early brain hates space. It needs to be filled all the time. Contentment is not a part of the lower brain, the early part of you. You have to grow into it. We grow into it. So our identity crisis is solved when we know that God is with us. John 10:30. Jesus says, I and the Father are one. This is where his, his strength could come from. His oneness with the Father. That's why he could go to the cross. And that's why at that one fateful moment when God turned his back from his own son because of the sin of the world taken upon him. Imagine what you feel on the worst of days when you feel pain, emotional, physical, and you in your mind believe you're alone, right? Because that's what pain and suffering tries to tell us to destroy us, is you're alone, nobody cares. But imagine the see for us, that's a perceived reality because it's not true. We're never alone. We're one phone call away from help. God is with us. But Jesus actually experienced separation from God, which is hell. That's the definition of hell. Eternity without love, light, truth, hope. That's hell. And so Jesus turns and faces it apart from the Father. That, I think, more than the crucifixion, more than the pain, more than the, the, the spitting, the beating, the scourging of his flesh, was that he knew, I don't even know what life will be like without you. But the Father knew his Son made a way. And Jesus went to hell, descended, and received and took back the keys for us to be free so that we could move, not only move mountains in faith, but move to a new mountain. And on this mountain, the people will worship God. On this mountain, right now, you guys, it's 2020. We've turned to a new mountain. See yourself right now as you're cooling down. You're standing on a new mountain. It's a promotion. You've been promoted. You've been promoted to a new year. You know, many people didn't make it to 2020, some of our loved ones, some of our dearest, unexpected loss, but here we are. Promoted to 2020 for a purpose. And that others would see, and when they too worship God, when they too find a hope beyond their hopelessness, it's evidence that God is with us, and that we have moved mountains. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul.
It's an unfair advantage against the world that our Father is the King of the world, isn't it? Remember, unfair advantage means favor. In the kingdom, it's favor. Out of the kingdom, it's crooked. It's thievery. It's robbery. Unfair advantage is stealing, lying. But in the kingdom, the unfair advantage is favor. God with us. Alright, God, we just thank you for today. I thank you for the Moseses that you are calling and raising up. I thank you that you are calling them here to be healthy, to get healthy, to be whole. That although they may ask, who am I? That the solution that you say is to remember the company they keep, whose they are, who they are with. Thank you, God, that that promotes us from an orphan to a son or a daughter of the king, and it gives us unfair advantage against the entire world and the entire system, whether it's relationships, finances, whatever God we face, you are moving us to your mountain to worship you, that others would know where our hope comes from. So thank you, God. Take this time, multiply it in our bodies, in our minds. Strengthen us. We bind up sickness and disease in Jesus' name. Everyone who hears my voice, open your palms and receive a sound mind, a soul steadfast, that the river of God is always full and running forth for you, bubbling over into your lap. Thank you, God, for the refreshment of who you are in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. My strength is failing. The end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then forever